Welcome to WIF. Would you please help? I'm Hunter Hamrick. I'm Rachel Voigt. Relatable topics from relatable people. What are we even going to talk about? Everything. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> hey, y'all. Episode two of season two. How are you, Hunter? I am grand, Rachel. How are you, my dear? Dude, I am awesome. Chill as a pill. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Chilling like a villain. Exactly. And thrilling. What villain would you be? Uh, Corilla DeVille. <laughs> fast dude she's my favorite villain <laughs> i'm also obsessed with corella like what they picked for her to wear in the movie oh like, like as emma stone movie, emma stone just slayed that character she's so, amazing like, i would be emma stone <laughs> for sure dude, i love i just feel like corella has so much depth and like she took trauma from her childhood and just like ran with it she went from petty to like petty <laughs> like, Rachel, cut me, I- i'll cut you <laughs> You got a knife. I got a bigger knife. Like, I feel like that's just crap. And I used to be that person. So I can, like, channel our. You what? guys can't see Rachel, but she's making stabbing no motions at me. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Dude, scared. I was channeling Corella. Sorry. <laughs> Who would you be? Um, ooh, if I was a villain, ah, oh, man, I should have thought about that while I was laughing. Um, I don't know. Like, I love, I love Dr. Octavius Oct- Oct- from Spider-Man, Oct- yeah. Octopus. Dr. Oz, right? Um, Doc Ock. Uh, I think, Doc yeah, Oct- like, Oct- his name is Otto. Octavius, yeah. I think, was his, uh, I think his first name was, I like, I think Otto. they nicknamed him, like, Doc Ock. Yeah, yeah, because of his. So, but he's cool, honestly. I think super smart. I would like to be like an anti-hero, mm, slash like hero. oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot of them. Deadpool, mm-hmm. which Ryan Reynolds in and of himself is I mean, amazing. Um, shout out to Blake. A, there's a bunch of those. So yeah, I think honestly, but like, Cruella just is my favorite villain. Anti-hero, yeah. Um, well, I'm excited for our episode today, dude. FOMO. Fear of missing out. We've mentioned it before. Oh, we mentioned it a lot. I don't know if any stories come to mind, but like FOMO over me is literally like I was talking to someone today and we were just sitting there and I was like, dude, I used to be at the point where I couldn't be alone at all. Mm-hmm. Like if I was alone on Friday nights, I would literally cry myself to like mm-hmm. sleep or like cry myself into calm because I'm like, everyone's doing other things and I'm home alone on Friday night. No one else is home alone on Friday night, which is BS, but yeah those are the lies i told myself and so i believe that for so long like it's taken me to almost 26 27 years old to realize really be okay with being alone on a friday night that's how much fomo i had like if i was home alone i would literally text every friend in my friend list until someone wanted to hang out because i could not be i was not okay with being alone on a friday night like any other night was fine but it was like i was seeing everyone else on instagram doing these things and me sitting on my couch watching Netflix was not equivalent to what they were doing. Yeah. So I had to make plans. Yeah. And but that's not okay. You know what I just thought of, though? As you were explaining, uh, like, your perception of FOMO, I just realized how incredibly strong as an individual you actually are. Even though you have the that kind of FOMO, you never succumb to, like, certain peer pressures that, like, if you didn't want to do something, you did like you know, like, um, recreational act, physical activity with boys, like you, you sustained, you know, and it's just kind of like FOMO is one of the reasons why so many girls I know have had intimate relationships with boys because they just, they want to 
well, it's normal. Like you're, you're a teenager, you date and you do things. And it's just like, they have fear of missing out on those. And so I just, I want to give you a little bit of like praise for that. Like, look at you girl. Well, I think also if you solely look and base your life off of like media or movies, then you're going to miss out all the time. Yeah. And then thankfully I'll listen to podcasts about actors who like talk about their roles and they're like, this is not realistic. The person that I played. So when we're, when we're basing society on FOMO or Instagram on FOMO, we have to realize that those are like little tidbits of reality. Yeah. Mixed in. Because honestly, I struggle in crowds. Like people don't think I have social anxiety and I do. We've talked about it on here. It's pretty, and I talk about it with my therapist, but, um, <laughs> But I do get social anxiety and people like you get social anxiety. I'm like, yeah, we all, I'm just really good at hiding it. Like I'm good at saving face. Like I can walk into a crowd and literally in the inside, I want to bolt out the door and go to my car because like I either, all my friends are having conversations with people and I don't want to butt in or I don't know anyone in the room. So I'm so isolated within myself that I don't know how to start a conversation that I freak out and I run. So even I struggle with, like when I'm in a crowd, sometimes I feel the loneliest when I'm in a crowd. Mm-hmm. And so I have to remember that when I'm looking at Instagram or I'm looking at TV and I'm looking at these things and like, I have to now put myself in that perspective. Like, would I be happy here? Yeah. And nine times out of 10, I'm not like yeah. going to ACL. I've done it in the past, but like when I'm there, it's a good for the gram. But when I'm there, I'm mm. miserable. There's too many people. It's hot. Let's talk about that. Good for the gram. So feeling. like, so Yes. There's moments that are like gram worthy, but then 90% of that actually might be horrible for that person. But the 10 seconds that they got the Instagram, they can fake the smile. Yeah. So FOMO for me has worsened since, um, since Insta and Facebook, but like I grew up in high school with Facebook. So you'd see all the parties at yeah. the events mm-hmm. and I was never invited to that. So I thought, oh, I'm missing out. Mm-hmm. I mean, now I know it was Jesus. Like he kept mm-hmm. me from a lot of that stuff. Like. Um, but like, if I would have had a choice, I would have loved to be invited to those things. And looking back, I probably would have been miserable Yeah. or I would have become an alcoholic at 16. Yeah. So sometimes you look at FOMO and we're like, thank God for not letting me be a part of that. Like I can yeah. be afraid of missing out, but yeah. I would rather take my route than yeah. what I see other people doing. I've noticed my, my FOMO has transformed in a different way used to I was I was like you like I wanted to be out with friends I wanted to be the one that oh we're gonna go putt putt we're gonna go watch a movie we're gonna go drinking at the lake like I didn't drink until I was in my 20s because I I saw like how it destroyed my mom with her drug addiction and everything and I was like I don't want to be like that but I still wanted to be included and and I don't you're you're right what if I was there and I was like oh I'll be the DD but then I, I keep getting offered and keep getting offered eventually what if I succumb to peer pressure I don't know and I'm grateful I never have to worry about that but um I've I've seen my FOMO transform from I want to be included in um activities with like my my peers to I don't want to miss out on my time that I have with the things in front of me and so I think it's why I overschedule myself because I have such a fear of, of missed opportunities and like, okay, I'm, I'm only going to be 24 for this year. So I need to like cram as much in as possible. And I have a fear of missing out on like my youth and my twenties. And, and like, I'm putting pressure on myself to like diet and exercise. Cause it's like, I can't waste my twenties being like lazy and I need to, you know, I've like, I've been working out and losing weight. And then it's just like, okay, but I, is it good enough yet? Like, am I still wasting my, 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 
youth not being happy with who I am. And it's like, I have a fear of missing out on, on the big picture of life. And it's, it's like, I don't know why I put so much pressure on myself for like, Hey Hunter, you're going to live this life one way or another. Chill out. Like just breathe. I'm ready for you to hit your late twenties because you're going to look back and just be like, I was dumb. (laughs) And it's not going to be like in a mean way. So you're going to look back and be like, I was messy. I thought I wasn't messy. I was messy. Oh, I was like, a dumb teenager. Like, but I think ugh. also, I think you need to give yourself credit. You don't need to have everything figured out by 30. Mm. You don't need to have everything figured out by 24, by 25, by 26. Yeah. You need to give yourself time to be Hunter without all of these expectations that you put on yourself. You just need to sit and say, okay, Hunter, what do I need to get done? Not what do I want? And yeah. what will fulfill? So if let's say you want to get higher in your career and, and better in the gym, then those are need to be your two priorities. Everything else needs to fall at the wayside. When you work on yourself, mm-hmm. you take selfish desire and you miss out on friendships. You miss out on things because you're working on yourself. Yeah. And sometimes you need to take time. So for you, yeah. like if, if your priority is going to be health, then that needs to be your priority. And like, if you're like going on adventures is your priority, then that's going to be your priority. If yeah. Spending time with friends, then that's going to be your priority. Instead of trying to put them all together, you're not going to get the best of each of those unless you prioritize one over the other. Mm-hmm. So for you, like your 20s, girl, just make a mess of them. Like I, that's the best thing I can give you for your 20s is just make a mess of them. Have you, have you listened to the podcast with Rain Wilson um, from The Office? Nope. Um, so he was talking and he he said, you know, your 20s are, are like trial years. Like you're going to make so many mistakes and – and you don't have to worry about having your perfect life set up by by your 20s and you don't have to you don't have to have your house and your car and your career and everything lined up like change your career four times if you want to move move all around it's just like your life isn't so set in stone and so if you don't do it in your 20s you're going to be like screwed over the rest of your life it's like hey 20s are like trial years like just mess up make mistakes learn from them grow learn about yourself and it is kind of interesting because like scientifically speaking, your brain isn't done developing till you're like, like 27, I think for women, I think it's even later for men. Hunter, give yourself a break. I am. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's just like, yeah. I'm, I'm 24 and I'm. And you're, expe- yeah. So I think for you, you just preached to yourself like, okay, Rachel, you just said what he said. And then yeah. like coming from someone, I literally have a week left of my twenties. Like. It's to my 20s. It's almost her birthday. Next Sunday is my birthday. And <laughs> so for me, I think, and I was talking to my therapist and she's like, hey, look back on your 20s and like, look at how much you've grown and be thankful. Like, and so for me, I'm now at this, like, not even FOMO. I'm just like, dude, I've actually lived life. <laughs> and I think people might even get FOMO for me. And I'm like, yo, my travel Instagram, oh. some of those moments were literally a yeah. hot mess express. Like, <laughs> Honestly, it, it makes my heart sad when I, I have friends that they'll come up to me and they'll be like, you make me feel inadequate because of what you do. And I'm like, why? Dude. And I'm like, why? And they're like, well, look at all the, the things you've already accomplished and you're so young. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm also like a hundred on the inside. Like I've sacrificed so many youthful aspects of who I am. Dream Because I would rather be traveling than sitting behind a desk. Yep. And so for me, I sacrificed finances and sometimes friendships and stuff because I moved away 
Yeah. And like, because I was chasing the high of traveling versus and doing what you're supposed to do in your twenties, throw away money, figure it out. Like, <laughs> and, and part of me is like, why'd you do that? But then part of me is so thankful because now I have friends all over the world. Now I have experiences that people would pay money for. Yeah. That I got to experience. And I had no idea what I was doing. I literally was flying by the seat of my pants. I freaking went to Thailand with no plan of a job. I was just trying to get a certification and then find a job when I was there. And people were like, <laughs> does it not scare you? And I was like, there's a plane that I can catch back. Like if yeah. life falls apart, I can catch a plane back. Like I'm not stuck on the other side of the world. Like that's yeah. And so for me, it's like I always had to back up like mom and dad, if they needed to, they could help me out with the plane ticket and then I could pay them back later. Like yeah. I had the safety net of like yeah, you have yeah. options. And even other people do. Like, you can max out a credit card if you really need to get back. Like, there's ways. Like, <laughs> not the smartest idea, but, like, if you really need to get back, you can get back. Yeah. Pro tip, uh, ladies and gentlemen, do not take out, uh, like, 30% APR personal loans nope. just to do events. Like, save up for things or just do them, but well, don't you take know what? <laughs> I'm just also going to say, like, you learn lessons. The, the, hard, the lessons we learn are the hardest lessons. And so, like, people were probably looking at me like, oh, she's living her life. Like, people would message me on Facebook that I went to high school with. And, like, your life is so amazing. And I'm literally sitting in traffic on a motorbike, like, with rain <laughs> coming down. And they're like, you're living the best life. And I'm like, am I? I'm questioning life's decisions right now. Like, right. stuck in a monsoon well, that's with the- water up to my ankles and that- water up to my knees. My yeah. bike won't start. I can't speak Vietnamese. And I'm trying to get help to read, like, read. <laughs> I just we want some like, noodles. I just, I'm hungry. No, I just want to get home from work. I wasn't even, I literally would drive 45 minutes on a motorbike. Well, you don't understand. If you're not on a motorbike, <laughs> motorbikes are not the nicest way of transportation. They suck. They're not like a motorcycle. It's like, you feel every vibration. <laughs> you don't go really fast. And in, in Asia, everybody and their mom is just driving really fast. It's just like a herd of people, but a herd of motorbikes going everywhere. You, it, it's it's mad chaos and people are like messaging me like you have the best life and i'm like but if you were here this would just be mundane this would be yeah. every day yeah and people over there are like you have the best life you're driving in a car you have a house so fomo is everywhere everyone yeah. wants what everyone else has yes. and then you stop having fomo when you realize i only live in this body i only live in this moment i'm going to do the best that i have with this right now that's when you stop having fomo yeah. But until you can take responsibility for what you have and what you want and who you are, you're going to, you're going to project on other people. And then once you get what you want, you're never going to be satisfied because you're always wanting something more, something more. Damn, Rachel calling me out. Mm-hmm. What the well, I'm calling myself out. <laughs> she just I'm just preaching. I'm in preach just... mode. Okay. Church was lit today and I'm just like well, carrying it. Uh, the lights just got brighter. <laughs> I was they just like, whoa. Did. These lighting in here stuff. Uh, but yeah, so, Rachel speaking some hot treats. I mean, also, today. I think just looking back on my twenties and like revisiting them, I'm like telling you that story. I'm like, maybe I did live life. Like, <laughs> I I'm noticing like um, this season too. You're very like you have to look at the positive side, and I wonder if it's your your thirties. Like they're just flipping a they're switch on, on you. My door. Yeah, they're, they're like, just they flipped a switch, and you're like, hey, positive things. Well, I think also just something I'm learning is like we only have one body. And if we hate it, then we're going to hate our body for the rest of our life. But we love it and we enjoy it. Yeah. Then other the way other people see us, we're going to finally see who we are. And so I think something has clicked in me and I'm finally starting to see me as beautiful and You awesome are gorgeous. And yes. amazing. And I've never seen that light before. I've always mm-hmm. criticized everything. I've always looked at myself and 
been like, oh, she has a double chin. She has this. She does this. When I look this way, that angle. And it's like, how would bro, you give yourself grace? How would you describe yourself? If you, if you had to describe yourself like something, I'll, I'll, I'll give my example and you, you pick, you think uh, on yours. Okay. Okay. Just so normal, like, like don't no, think positive, negative. Just no, how just I like, how would you describe yourself? Oh. So like mine, mine is sunshine. And so here's why, right? Oh, like one word. Oh, okay. yeah. Like, how would you describe yourself? And but here's why. I'm so, glad you explained my. Yeah, I, totally I know. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> no. Okay. So, like, I think of myself like sunshine because I can be bright. I can brighten up people's days. Sometimes people are really happy to see me, and sometimes they're like, "I hate you. This is too much." Like you're a morning person. Yeah, it's lovely. like it's like overbearing, and it's just like, can it just be night? It is hot. Can you just go away? Can you get a cloud cover up? Like. Some people are like, I hate you. Some people are like, no, I love it. I want my crops to grow. You're bright. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's just, I like, I look at myself and I'm like, I'm, I'm like sunshine, you know? And my, that's my nickname in my family. Like a lot of my family members are like, what's up sunshine. And like, you're just so positive and things like that. So yeah. I love that. But that's, I, I associate with like that pretty, pretty hard. So what's your sunshine? sunshine? Ooh, I don't, girl, I don't know. First thing that comes to mind is water, but I'm like, why would I describe myself as water? Well, I mean, water water can be strong. It goes with the flow. Yeah. I was about to say, that I is feel like it's more of a go with the flow thing. Yeah. Now that I'm getting older, I think. Yeah. Just, like, just chill. Like, water. And water can also be boiling. Yeah. It can be hot. It can be yeah. cold. Mm-hmm. Um, freeze. Water can freeze. It can be liquid. It can be viscous. It can it, be, like, yeah. all of the things. And it fills its environment. So, like, mm-hmm. you, you like it kind of, like, adapts to, yeah. like, whatever it's so in. So, I think kinda water like, is what came yeah. to mind. Yeah. For a like, reason. Yeah. Like rain, we need rain. And if yeah. you don't have water, yeah. like you can't function if you don't have water in your body. Yeah. Like that messes with things. You have Sometimes to have Rachel in your life. Yeah. You have to have Rachel so in like, your life. <laughs> and like you can't live, you can't live without water. So yeah. like can't live I without you, Rachel. Like so in some ways I just think like like life. Like yeah. water is life. Yep. And it's not that I'm life, but like I need water. And so like when I see myself, it's like water, like. I don't know. I can't even explain. <laughs> She's like, I philosophize. I lost everything, but I, I kind of relate it more with like water can be viscous, water can be a solid, it can be a liquid, it can be like those are the two things it can adaptable be, right? and or changing. It, yeah. So I think that's more. Well, it can be gassy because it can be. It can be a gas too. Yeah, yeah. Like it can be all three. Yeah, water's um, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like now that I'm in my thirties, I try to adapt and I try yeah. to. I'm not in my 30s yet, y'all. I still got a week in my 20s. <laughs> but now that I'm moving into my 30s and now that I'm actually been able to look at this last decade and just be like, oh, like it was actually pretty cool. Like yeah. I made a mess in my 20s and I'm still thankful <laughs> I did. Yeah. Because I, like at 22, I had, I had a stick up my butt. Like I'm not kidding. I had all these goals, aspirations. I was kind of mean. I was kind of. I was like Regina George and Mean Girls. Like, not like Dang, that. Rachel. But, like, I could be mean. I could be her. And wow. uh, also, I was coming from a very broken home. Yeah. Um, and just figuring out who I was. 22 is a messy year. And yeah. I went in 22 with expectations of wanting to be married or engaged, mm. possibilities of starting a family, and then having kids. Because my mom got married at 22. So I was like, she had. I idolized my mom, so I thought, oh, 22 is the age. It's the age. And so now, looking it's back, at minute like, 22, just so you know, that's funny. Hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus, you knew way better than I did because I was not ready to get married at 22. Yeah, could you imagine if you had, like, a six-year-old right now or a seven-year-old? I mean, I'd love the child. They'd be my best friend, like... But like, could you imagine like what your life would look like? You know, it's it would like be that- different. But I never would have been able to go to Vietnam. I would have never been able to go to 
um, being au pair in Spain. I would have never been able to do any of that stuff. Yeah. Because I had a kid or I had a husband. Yeah. And so, and so I think I've also been able to appreciate being single. Yeah. Because I'm like, look, when I'm single, I can be selfish. Yeah. Because once you start a family, you, you become yeah. selfish. Like when you get married, you become selfish. Or you should. Well, you know. <laughs> you, yeah, you should. <laughs> to make it work. But I'm just saying, this is the only life I have to be selfish, so I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, honestly, like, uh, like with like fear of missing out, I I think I agree with you. Like, I was pretty, I was like that when I was eighteen, and then I I was almost murdered, you know. And I spent that time in the hospital, and it like everything in my life changed because I was so I was I was kind of um, I wasn't mean. I was still really nice to people, but I was very self centered. Like, I would do nice things if at the end of that tunnel it benefited me in the long run. Like. If being mm-hmm. nice to you now meant that you were going to come to my Christmas party and hang out with me, then I would be your friend for no other reason than I just wanted something, you know, company from you or something. You just wanted the picture. Yeah, like I wanted to, I wanted the picturesque. But then when I was almost murdered and um, put in the hospital, I realized like, oh, okay. So being the center of attention and having everybody gushing about you and all these other things, they don't really matter. And it was a very like hard lesson to learn. Like we, we were talking earlier, like sometimes like there's some hard lessons, but if you are so stubborn and you get in your own way because you're so determined of like having fear of missing out, like that was my thing. The reason why I was almost murdered was because I was, I feared missing out on having a friend. And I kept putting myself in a situation around this person because I was so scared of losing a friend that he wasn't even a really good person or a good friend. I just had met somebody and they were nice to me. So I said, okay, they have to be my friend now. Or I failed as a person to make a friend. And so I like put that unnecessary pressure on myself and the fear of missing out on a friendship and of attention. Like I didn't want to miss out on the attention I would get from having that person as a friend. And then it almost costed me my life. And so it's just like that kind of wake up call is like, oh, okay. So everybody's approval doesn't matter. Everybody's opinions of me don't really matter because if you almost get murdered, that's not good. (laughs) Yeah. You know, what is fear of missing out? I think fear of missing out is their own insecurities amplified. Mm, and and then they then you act on them mm-hmm. and you're like I don't think there's a better way to put that other yeah. than and that just surprised me. <laughs> she booped her own <laughs> noggin like that was a that was a thought word coming out of my brain. <laughs> I'm starting to show my age. Just <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so wise after this birthday. <laughs> I love it. But because- I think I've just lived life and I think also I go with the flow because I've tried to control things so young. And I learned the tighter you try to control things, the more life comes in and loosens that grip and loosens that grip. Mm. So you realize I really can't control this. What a humbling thought. <laughs> I've learned a lot. I've yeah, lived. But you're, but you're still so young and so am I. Like we have so much. Have youth. I think 30s is my favorite decade to look forward to. Yeah. And like Aww. I completely just like mic drop the expectations of like, my 30s and what they are I'm like look I don't got a family I don't got a house I don't got as much money as I thought I did and that's okay yeah I'm healthy I'm my one of my big goals is to strive for health and fitness and then be financially free by 40 and I'm working on that and Mm. so those are my goals going into my 30s and 40s versus like my 20s I made a mess of them and I'm perfectly content with that did Mm. I lay everything perfectly how I want it no but did I survive did I make it to the other side am I here yes yeah 
And so I'm like, FOMO, what is that? Yeah. Bye. See you later. It was crazy. Like even today you were like, oh, I'm going to go paddleboarding with my group. I was like, I'm going to go paddleboarding. But yeah, I didn't bring my paddleboard. It's it's back with my camper. So it's not here. But yeah. next time next I'll be time. I'll be back in two yeah, weeks. We can, you can come here and then paddleboard yeah. and bash drop. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> I was like, should we put cities in here? Holla. Holla. <laughs> Super fun. Bash drop in the house. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, I think FOMO is like, it, you're right. It's just like, we're being so hard on ourselves. Like if you don't do this, like you're going to miss out. What if it's your once in a lifetime opportunity? What if this leads to something more? Like, what if you don't go paddle boarding, but your soulmate was there and you could have met your future partner. And it's just he's like, he's going to show up at the grocery store. He's going <laughs> to show up at a gas station or like, like those meet cutes that happen. Like I, the stories you hear are like, Hey, I saw this guy on a train. Yeah. Saw when he was cute. Talked to him. Didn't get his number. Kicked myself for not getting his number. Yeah. Life went on. I had a boyfriend. He had a boyfriend. I had a boyfriend. He had a girlfriend. <laughs> All right. And and then and then you hear the story. And then a year later, we ran into each other. Like maybe you were supposed to go through those events to meet up a year later, and then you see each other, and then they get numbers, and then they got married. Like they needed to go through that. Yeah. To then get to the point where they met each other again. So sometimes yeah. life, yeah, sometimes you need to take life by the horns, but sometimes also just letting life unfold has a better and more beautiful story than if you tried to write it yourself. Yeah. And I think the I think another big thing about FOMO is there is no right way to live your life. Nope. There is no blueprint you have to follow. There is no um, guidebook that you have to do. Like all of these tips and tricks and lessons and you know, expectations. It's like, there is no cookie cutter way that life should be lived. And whenever you accept that your life doesn't have to look like everybody else's, and sometimes you're tired and you just need to take a nap. And even though you really want to go dancing and go swing dance at the saloon, you don't need to, if you're tired, rest, let your giddy up up, partner. (laughs) No, it's like, give yourself some like time to recoup and like do the hoe down throw down yeah (laughs) the way hunter was doing her arm motions i was just like she was like winding up to like and doing the chicken dance and i'm like yeah no 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 but i agree with you i agree with this is going fomo is real and it is scary and it is controllable yeah well i think also when you realize that life is in your control and like when you realize your life is in your control yeah time is more important than events yeah you don't have FOMO as much yeah yeah I I I wholeheartedly uh, stand by the thought time is the one thing in life that you are born with a set amount of and you just slowly lose all of it you will never get any more back Mm -hmm. everything else in life you can get more of except for your time. Mm-hmm. So don't waste it worrying exactly. or trying to. And if you're to- home alone on a Friday night, cheers to you. <laughs> Drink that wine, watch that Netflix and enjoy your time alone. Netflix and chill. No, <laughs> alone. <laughs> or with someone. But I love you guys. My name is Hunter. I'm Rachel. We're going to see you next time. We love, love you. you. Bye. Bye.